This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponent and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're going to be talking about mental preparation for competition. So the reason that I wanted to bring this topic to everybody today is because the mental side of competition, honestly, I find just gets overlooked. Plain and simple, people don't take the care of it that they need to, um, and that just needs to stop. If you are trying to be an athlete at the top level, then you need to take better care of your mental preparation. You need to prepare not just physically, but you need to prepare mentally as well to compete. So the mental preparation for competition, we're going to go through a few different aspects of it. The first one is in the lead up. So we're not talking about the actual day that you're competing now. Uh, let's talk in terms of a fighter, because again, this is a majority of my clientele. And so we're going to talk about the lead up first, and then we're going to talk about actually on competition day. So in the lead up, the number one way that you're going to better mentally prepare yourself for competition is by reverse engineering the goal of the competition. So what I mean when I say that is that if you are getting into, let's, as an example, let's say three round MMA fight, three five minute rounds. So in order to be successful in that competition, you need the gas tank to go three five minute rounds. You need a skill set that is ultimately going to be able to set you up for success within those three to five minute rounds. Your body needs to be healthy and you need a strong mentality to be able to deal with adversity when it undoubtedly comes up within that fight, whether that's you getting hit with a hard shot, whether that's getting taken down, all of these things that can so often frustrate athletes when they're actually in the thick of it. So once you have that listed out of what you need on the actual competition day in order to be successful so you have those things we talked about gas tank skill set health mentality now you need to set yourself a schedule so with the allotted time that you have before you're actually set to compete you need to set yourself a schedule of how much time you can spend on each of these areas now, again, there's no perfect answer. I can't sit here and say you need to spend exactly two hours a week on this and three hours a week on that. That schedule is going to be different depending on who you are, depending on what your strengths are currently, and depending on what you have struggled with in the past while you compete. But when you have that list of things you need to work on set out, now you can build out your schedule of how much time you need to spend working on each area. So now, personally, I would have a coach help you design this program. I would have a coach, a professional, someone who knows what they're doing, help you with this schedule because they're going to be able to give you tips that are actually going to work and take the onus of figuring out what to do off of you as the athlete. Because the way, in my experience, that athletes set themselves, set themselves up for success is by not having to think about what they have to do just by having to show up and do it. Does that make sense? So if you have a coach building your strength and conditioning program for you, 
or helping you with your mental training or helping you with any of these other areas. Now, instead of having to go do all your own research, try to figure out how to build the proper program, try to figure out, you know, what areas you're struggling with and what the best way is to work on those things. You have someone just say, hey, you're struggling here, here and here. Here's what you need to do. And you're able to just show up, do it and focus on the actual competition itself. Now, if you don't have a coach, whether that's financial reasons, other reasons, whatever it might be, there's other ways that you can do this too. So one of the first things I would do, especially for fighters, but even if you're not a fighter, is follow Phil DeRue. He is my number one resource easily for strength and conditioning work for fighters of all kinds. Um, after following him, I would also follow Jeff Lavecchio. He is one of my favorite people as far as mobility, recovery kind of work. Speaking of which, he literally just joined the stream. Uh, Jeff, I was just telling people to follow you, so uh, I appreciate you being here. Um, and then the other one, if you, especially if you're a combat athlete, the other one that I would absolutely, I would absolutely follow is Joel Jameson. Um, his resource is MMA conditioning, and it is the best book on energy systems that I've ever read in my life. So if you are an athlete at all, I would go follow him as well. So like I mentioned, my number one piece of advice would have, would be to have coaches helping you with all these areas. If you don't have a coach helping you, Follow those people that I just mentioned and start reading and start watching videos from them to be able to be develop, better develop a plan yourself. So once you have that schedule mapped out, once you know how many hours a week you're spending training your skills, how many hours a week you're spending training your gas tank, how many hours a week you're spending working on the health of your body, working on your mentality, now you need to stick to that schedule religiously. Because if you stick to that schedule religiously and you make drastic improvements in all of those areas, your body stays healthy, your gas tank gets better, you're getting stronger, your mentality is getting better, you're get, your, and your body is staying healthier. I think I said that one already, but you guys get the idea. Um, now, when it comes to the week of the competition and the day of the competition, you can look back and you can trust in your preparation. Because a lot of the time, in my experience, when athletes are struggling to trust in themselves, when athletes are hitting competition day and they're having those mental lapses, worrying about, you know, whether they're prepared or anything like that, a lot of the time it's because they haven't prepared properly. You know, they've spent a lot of hours in the gym, but they haven't had that same intention. And because they haven't had that same intention, now they're not feeling confident in themselves when it comes to the week of the competition or when it comes to the day of the competition. So if you have that schedule mapped out and you stick to that schedule religiously, now you're going to be able to be confident when the competition comes around that you've done the preparation you need to do. So now when it comes to the actual competition day and the competition week, things are drawing closer, the nerves are setting in a little more. And again, you're wondering how you can mentally prepare to step into that competition at your best. The number one thing I need you to do is detach from the outcome because this might sound crazy to say you have to go in not worrying about winning or losing, but if you're going in and the only thing on your mind is winning, you're going to perform very, very differently than if you go in and your focus is on performing. Because unfortunately, as we all know, if we've been around the world of high performance sport, you can do everything everything right and still lose. 
you can go in, you can fight the best fight you've ever fought in your life and then get clipped with 30 seconds left in the fight, go unconscious and lose the fight. Obviously, that's not what we're hoping to happen, but we know that that's the world we live in. We know that that's possible. So the number one thing you need to do is detach from the outcome. Because if you're able to detach from the outcome and just focus on the performance, focus on putting your best foot forward in every situation that is presented to you, and your focus remains on that, you are going to perform the best you can possibly perform. And if you perform the best you can possibly perform, the outcome is going to, the outcome is going to happen. It might be the outcome you want, it might not, but you can look back and you can say, I did everything that I could leading into that competition. Now, the final thing that I want you guys to focus on when you are coming into competition day is that when the nerves set in, when you start feeling nervous, when you start feeling concerned, when you start having those doubts, feel them. And again, this is going to seem a little bit counterintuitive to say that if you're trying to mentally prepare yourself and mentally stay strong for a competition, you need to feel nervous. But if you try to push those nervous feelings away, they're not going to go away. If you try to push those nervous feelings down, just pretend that you're not feeling them, you're still going to feel them. They're just going to be lingering under the surface and come out when you don't want them to. However, if you allow yourself to feel them, if you start feeling like, oh, no, what if I go in there and it doesn't go my way? Sit with that. Ask yourself, why am I worried about this? Why am I worried that if I go into this fight, it might not go my way? then you might come back to something about your preparation. You might come back to, you know, something you did that you wish you had done differently. You might come back to that sparring session that really didn't go your way, whatever else it might be. But then you can think about it. You can analyze it. You can understand why you're feeling it. And if you can understand why you're feeling those nerves, if you can understand why you're feeling that stress, then you can truly let it go. Right. So if you're feeling nervous about your fight because a sparring session two weeks ago didn't go your way and your teammate touched you up a little bit and all of that. Yeah, it's fair enough to feel nervous, but then you've got to look at it and you've got to say, OK, that sparring session didn't go my way. But here are the three things I took away from that sparring session that I can apply in this fight to make sure that the same thing doesn't happen when it actually matters. So you can analyze it. You can understand it. And then you can look back and you can reinforce with yourself the trust in your preparation because you've stuck to that schedule over the last four to six to eight to 12 weeks getting ready for the fight. So I hope this all makes sense. But just to summarize, the number one thing to mentally prepare yourself for competition is to set a schedule based off of all of the things you know you need for that competition. So we talked about making sure you have a schedule set for work that you're doing on your gas tank, your skill set, the health of your body, and your mentality. And if you want to dig into any of those four pieces a little bit more, make sure to send me a message as well and we can dig into that too. But the next thing is you're going to stick to that schedule religiously. There's no perfect way to make this schedule. I can't sit here and say you need exactly this many hours of this, this many hours of this, this many hours of that. But you know yourself. If you're a very good athlete with a very weak mind, probably have a few more hours working on the mental side of the game. 
if you've got a very strong mind and you're a good athlete overall, but you get tired really quickly, probably put more of those hours into the gas tank. You get the idea. Now, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to detach from the outcome. You are going to stop worrying about going in and winning, and you are going to start worrying about going in and performing. Because again, the outcome is out of our control. What is in our control is the performance. What is in our control is going in and putting the best possible version of your skill set forward when it matters. That might be enough to win, and that might not. But if you're able to do that, you can look back, you can see where your weaknesses are. But also, you can learn from that performance and you can improve for next time, regardless of whether or not you win or lose. So you're going to detach from the outcome. And the final thing is you're going to let yourself feel the nerves when they come up. When you start to feel nervous, when you start to feel concerned, when you start to worry that you're not ready, you start to worry that things aren't going to go your way, you start to worry about the result of the performance, you're going to let yourself feel those concerns. You're going to analyze them, ask yourself why you're feeling these things. You're going to understand them. Because once you ask yourself that question, you can come to a real reason. And then you're going to let them go. So I hope this all makes sense. And uh, actually, sorry, one more thing just before we wrap up. One more thing I realized I had in my notes that I didn't actually say was one other thing I want you to think about and I want you to understand is that you need to treat your performance no differently than a day in the gym. Because yes, of course, there are differences to it. I'm not stupid. I understand that this is a performance. This is going on your record, et cetera, et cetera. But if you start letting the pressure of the moment get to you, that's going to take away from the performance. If you start looking around and you see the crowd of 3,000 people and you go, oh my God, performing in front of a crowd, I've never done this before. And you let that distract you from the job you have at hand, that is going to take away from your performance. Regardless of if there's one person in that building watching you, or if there's 40,000 people in that building watching you, you have a job to do, and that needs to be your singular focus. Whether that's in an empty gym or whether that's in a packed arena, you have a job to do, that needs to be your singular focus. So that is the other thing I want you to think about as you are mentally preparing yourself for a competition. Do not treat it differently. Focus on the task at hand and make sure that you are putting your best foot forward in order to be successful. So that is it. That is all. I appreciate everybody who took the time to tune in. Um, the one thing I ask of you, if you've listened to the podcast, if you've gotten some value out of it, if you enjoy the show, go subscribe on any of the major podcast platforms or on the YouTube channel, Coach Do So Conditioning, and share the show around with a friend. The goal here is to reach athletes worldwide. The goal here is to help positively impact the careers of athletes worldwide. And the best way that we do that is word of mouth. The best way that we do that is through you. So I appreciate you all being here. Please take the time to subscribe, leave a review for the show, and share it around with a friend. Be right back here first thing tomorrow morning. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Looking forward to talking to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. 
My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.